and sort of asking myself like what what is my why and which why do I want to do that and I think where I tried things like self-reflection like actually looking at what my values passions and interests are for 95 95% of the people is just uh, your purpose change over the time and you just need to follow the feeling and I guess you just need to find what you like in different times I totally agree and like what do you think the benefit is of finding that? like hey people today's our first episode and welcome to triangle theory uh, today we're going to explore a topic which is what is your purpose purpose comes in different shapes and different forms and uh, at each stage of life i believe you're exploring a different purpose the reason why we chose to explore this topic today is because like you we're also in search of our purpose and when we started this podcast, we were like, well, what is the purpose? And then we pretty much came to an agreement. Well, let's start with that topic. Um, Absolutely. It's really fitting. So what is the purpose, Rupert? I think there is no single kind of universally accepted answer to the, to the idea of purpose. I don't necessarily think it needs to be like a huge grand um, idea that's like you should have this purpose figured out because... There's so many different views on it. Like there's, like it's so individually, it's so it's so it's so personal. Like you could look at it from an evolutionary perspective, in that like is the human experience supposed to be just one where it's like a continuation of the species? Is that our purpose, or is it more um, seeking knowledge, wisdom, um, kind of like yeah? Like you, there's so many different ways to kind of break it down but I think the important question is kind of like it varies so much and understanding that it also varies as you progress through life like my purpose I feel has always been one that's been been an ever-changing experience like I've never had this I've never had like right that's it that's my purpose I'm mm -hmm. sticking with it like it's been this continuation of like continuation of like a flow of where I've where I've constantly kind of tried to seek the knowledge and understanding of myself, my purpose is therefore changed. Mm -hmm. um, and I suppose it's the same question as like, what is your why? Like, what is the why in which you do things? Like, I feel like that gives me purpose mm -hmm. and an understanding about myself. And I think like you, where we've had this constant search of self growth and self development, that it's given me more, like, more drive to to figure and discover that question and my my kind of answer to it is like for me personally it's an ever-changing growing experience um but my question is what what do you think the benefits of having a purpose is um i guess my answer would be a little bit simple a little bit more simple because uh i think i started um since i started my self-development journey i think that's when i started to kind of narrow narrow down my purpose so um, just a brief story, uh, when I moved to the UK six years ago, uh, my dream was to become a famous singer and that was my purpose at that time and I definitely believed in that, that I'm going to become that famous singer but then I went to open mic and I completely failed, felt anxious, it just started to shake and then um, I came out of that open mic and then I remember that time I was quite uh, looking, uh, I was watching UFC at a lot more than I usually do and mm -hmm. at that time McGregor was really on the rise and he basically said if you want to become confident you need to do martial arts so 
in my mind, I thought the reason I felt so scared and anxious is because I'm not confident enough. Yeah. So I got myself into jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and at that time I just got completely hooked on that. I, I forgot the singing, I like, I just wasn't interested in that anymore. Uh, and at that time I thought that's it, like my purpose changed, even though I didn't know that because I was reading a book called um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, Not Giving a Fuck, which yeah. uh, you read as well by Mac Manson. And he basically said that if you if you're not enjoying a, if you if you're not enjoying um, walking, I think Chris Williamson says it, says it perfectly. Like the person who enjoys the walk is always going to work further than the person who loves the destination. Mm. And I just found myself in that situation where I was forcing myself to sing at home while I definitely loved martial arts a lot more than, than singing. Yeah. So I was like, what's the point of uh, continuing on singing where it's clearly obvious that I'm enjoying martial arts a lot more. And I think that's when I realized that the purpose is not a linear thing, it's just, always evolving and is always changing. So at that time, my purpose was to become a professional fighter. I was like, that's it. I don't want it to do anything else. I just want to be a professional fighter. And mm -hmm. then um, I met my friend, my good friend, Joe right now, um, which he got me into business stuff. And uh, then then again, my purpose changed again and I got into sales and, and marketing and business. And I think uh, you never, ha you can't really um, stay with one purpose. I mean, unless you're destined to that, like there's a famous fighter, John Jones, where he's so talented and so good at what he's doing is, is almost like destined to do martial arts. Yeah. But I, I guess for, for 95% of the people is just uh, your purpose change over the time and you just need to follow the feeling and, uh, I guess you just need to find what you like in different times. I totally agree. And like, what do you think the benefit is of finding that? Like when you find your purpose or when you find some kind of inherent meaning that meet, like what do you feel benefits you? Like when you transition from being a singer to sort of going down the path of fighting and then like what, what benefit did that give you by sort of putting that to the side and, and saying, well, I'm actually going to go for something else. Mm -hmm. Like, did you feel it like, yeah, just kind of running through what the benefits were for you in that moment? Um, well, the benefits, I guess, in the long run is uh, always that you kind of looking for the things that you enjoy yeah. doing. And that's what that's that's how you find in yourself and you, you you start to shape your values and what you actually like and what you actually dislike. And uh <coughs> That way, the benefit is clearly just to become a true to yourself, I guess. Yeah. Because if you do what other people want you to do, you just you're just going to um, be uh, ignorant to to what you actually want. But when you when you start to follow the the path of, listen, I'm I'm not really enjoying this. Let me try this. Yeah. Then you kind of start to find in yourself. It's kind of like when when you're living more authentically and like to yourself and to your values and what it is that you want to kind of put out and like put out there, 
you therefore kind of, I feel naturally become more of the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's friends of mine and I know that they, like they're, they're in positions or in jobs that they don't necessarily want because they so they complain about it. They, yeah. they don't they don't either want to go to work or they're living for the weekend or they regret Monday. And it's kind of like just looking at this from a career perspective, because I think having the career side of it is just one aspect of finding a purpose. I think there's so many different ways in which you can tap into finding an overall purpose. But the career thing as an example is like, Man, if you're waking up every day and not liking something that you're doing and it's not aligning with your purpose, how can you live more authentically to yourself? Yeah. Like, how can you, how, like, and that that was something for me that I just immediately was like, I've got to do something and put my effort into something that I truly want to do for me in order to put that first building block in place that's allowing me to have more of a life that I can look back on mm-hmm. and be proud of. Um, and like, from my, from my story, it was like, where I worked in the yachting industry for four and a half, five years. I knew that that wasn't a career for me. Like I just, uh, as amazing as it was, the travel, the experiences, um, for anyone that doesn't know what the super yacht industry is that's listening, it's kind of like Below Deck, that TV show, where you're kind of working on board a private super yacht, and my job was a deckhand. Mm -hmm. And it was an amazing experience. But I became, like having done it, for so long, I realized that it wasn't something that I wanted to pursue in anymore. And even when I left, people were saying like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I even had external pressures, like um, saying like, I think you could do really well in this and, and stick to it mm-hmm. because it's it's good money. And I was like, no, I want to do something else. And um, that's kind of where I fell down in the pursuit of starting my own food business with, with Charlie. And I didn't know what, how to explain it at the time. And I, it was more just like I had to do this because I have to do this for me to see if I can do mm-hmm. it. But I felt like that was giving me more purpose at the time. Like, you know, fuck all of the money um, that I was earning in that job. Like the travel experiences were great, but if it doesn't align to your true core values of like, okay, well, what do I actually want to output? Mm-hmm. Um, well, look, you, you always can come back to uh, well, exactly. the in business. Yeah. Man. Like you just... Um, yeah, I guess that's that's the problem of uh, majority of people that they think that if they're going to leave that hateful job, they're never going to go get back to that. Whereas if you leave that, they they're always looking for people. So um, I guess that's that's um, that's just a fear that uh, keeps people holding people back. Yeah, and like I think it's also that time and that time in your life where you really question yourself and for those for those that are listening that potentially are in that time where they might be feeling doubtful of what they're pursuing or they might not necessarily know what they want to do right now it's like well that's actually not an obstacle or a time to be looking at something where that's a really difficult time but actually a really like a starting point for something really positive to, t- to change in yeah. your life like um it's 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 like changing the mindset and where where i was kind of down and out and feeling really doubtful in that moment, um, it was that book that I first read, and it's so weird that you, we kind of read it yeah, at some, right? kind of yeah. similar times. When I read that book by Mark Manson, it really kind of impacted me of like, well, I'm not gonna have, I'm gonna put everyone else's judgment aside because I'll look at this moment as a way that's that's positive mm-hmm. and not something that's so, and, and then immediately, things started falling into place in the sense of like, as soon as I changed that 
awareness that why me I'm playing a victim why am I in this situation I don't know what I want to do with my life I'm a loser it was actually like well this is really exciting and potentially the start for something more and actually like I'm glad to be in this position of self doubt not really sure because I'm now opening myself up to the opportunity that might be able to get me on my way to something that's more aligning with what I want to do and who mm-hmm, I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I, th- I, I guess it's like, does struggling help you find that purpose in a way? Or like, does it give you a sense of belonging? Who, who knows? Like, I'm sure you can find purpose being in a state of where you're actually really happy. But again, it's like, it's interesting for those that, have those moments of like self-doubt and out mm-hmm. and self-questioning that things like that happen yeah so i guess <clears throat> have you ever been in the position where you never had a purpose in the arts and business that was your your purpose or you were kind of blindly following the the narrative of what you need to do and what were the ways of um finding the purpose i guess yeah like there's so many different ways in which to find a purpose i found and I think it was for me one of the one of the most times where I felt really down and out. Not only was it during that time of transitioning, like in a different career, but also where it was during the pandemic, where my my business at that time was completely kind of stripped away from having any means of making income, like, mm-hmm. especially in the food industry, where like essentially like we couldn't sell food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in a position of like, well, how do I even like pay my rent? And me and Charlie were definitely really stressed at that time. But it, at that time, um, I started looking a bit inwards and sort of asking myself, like, what, what is my why and which why do I want to do that? And I think where I tried things like self-reflection, like actually looking at what my values, passions and interests are, not even just in a work sense, but like in a personal sense, again, like I kind of felt like that's where things started to change. I just leaned into things that felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, I leaned into what felt right for me. Felt right. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, and I just kept kind of self-evaluating. I, I like kind of seeked inspiration to, to those that I thought were doing well at the time and mm-hmm. um, looked at them and kind of how like what was it about them that was interesting me in in the field that I'm in and also like who are they as people as well and that's kind of where I started to kind of set more goals for myself and then just kind of had a bit more of like a mindfulness sense of self like I Mm -hmm. just became more aware and I think again was it that time that put me down and out like that something sparked from that Mm -hmm. you know um and i think that's a really interesting one and for those that sort of are in that place it's maybe sort of looking a bit further inward Mm -hmm. and asking people around you like why do you like why do you what is it that what is it about me that you like and then sort of trying to find the answer Mm -hmm. within your circle as well as within yourself of like who is it that you are like I remember I asked Charlie like why do you why why do you think I'm a nice person like what is it like what is it about like and I was like Mm -hmm. remove the sense of bias love as a brother like what is it that you really like about me um and we he was kind of 
saying like, oh, I don't, you know, that's a, that's kind of like a loaded question in a way of like um, compliments. I was like, I'm not looking for compliments. Like, what is it that you genuinely like about me? And he was like, I find you, he was, his response was, it's your like hunger and curiosity for knowledge mm -hmm. where I seek inspiration from. And that answer was like, immediately stuck with me because I was like, well, that is my why, that is a purpose for me. It's like, I just have this innate, constant feeling to want to grow and move on. Yeah, forward. but it's so weird that like, you don't know that until other people just point that to you. Yeah. Like, since I started doing the therapy, um, I, I did that exercise with a, lot, with a lot of my friends and family members as well. And I remember I was like, I didn't know what other people think about me. Not that I cared about that, but I honestly wanted to see if what I'm doing is right and mm. what I'm doing it, it manifests to other people's eyes as well. If if I remember I had this um, conversation with my sister, with like, our relationship is not really close, I would say, but she's st she's still my sister, so I wanted to kind of close that, um, just become a bit more familiar with with her and just have a better bond, I guess. Yeah. And I just asked a simple question. I said, um, I'm doing this therapy thing with, with a psych um, psychologist. And uh, I said, um, basically, I'm just trying to find um, more about myself. And um, I asked her, what do you think are my good and bad um, characteristics in a way? And she told me like these things that I've never thought about myself that, but then when I looked at other pe what other people say about me, I was like, well, yeah, that's that's actually true that I am that person. It's it's so weird, like the the self discovery. You don't really know until other people point that to you. And I guess if you if you have a good friend or you you have a brother as as you, as you have, just just ask the pe the person, would you think about me? As in, would you think I'm doing well and 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 not so well? Yeah. So that way you can you can you can see that some of the bad things you do doesn't really align even with yourself. So maybe it would be a case of changing them and becoming a better person. I think that's 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 the that's the root of self-awareness. Just look into yourself and mm. the best way to do that is just ask other people to 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 show that for you. And like my question to you, because it's it's an interesting one. It's like at what period in your life and where did you come to the realization that like, cause it's, for some people it's quite hard to open yourself up to the idea of like what actually people think of you. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I know you and your character, it's like, it's, it's simply, you have this, like what drove you to even get to the point of like wanting to go see a therapist. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's that, it's that innate awareness quality where it's like, well, I'm just want to better myself. Yeah. And like, where in your life was that point? That just all started uh, when I transitioned from singing to, to, to martial arts. I guess I started doing martial arts and I saw all these people that just haven't, that's just really productive in what they do mm. and all the athletes and everything. And I thought, um, and I think it slowly started to build that. I started to meditate and then I started to eat healthy and then I started to do martial arts and all these, I started journaling and I think all these things have just started to self-reflect and yeah. 
and then I found out my find uh, myself in that position where just always trying to get better and um, obviously at first you start to compare yourself with others or oh, like this person's doing better but then uh, I, the the reason I started in therapy is not like I have some mental health issues or I mean that's the stigma right if yeah. you if you go into a therapist you have mental health issues but I remember I was speaking to Charlie your brother as well and he started uh, going to her therapy and I said like why are you going there and just asked him a couple questions and he said uh, going to a therapist is like reading a, reading a book about yourself and then I was like damn that sounds really interesting because I always want um, someone else to look at me and tell me what I'm doing wrong or like what I'm doing right as well mm. and I guess that's really powerful when an expert um, in psychology can point that to you and say look you're not doing that well and then at the same time it's not that they tell you what you're doing wrong is it tells you the the patterns that you have and what's going to be the consequences of that pattern because if you as an example if you read in a book every day or you're eating healthy every day naturally you're going to become healthier right of course or if you smoking every day or like drinking every day naturally you're going to become unhealthier so um <clears throat> so that i found it really interesting and when i started doing the therapy it's been probably a year now a bit less than a year and it just opened the, the whole new world for me like mm. just i think it's i think when it comes to self-development therapy uh, and martial arts are two the best just the pinnacle uh tools of self-development self-reflection because in martial arts you struggle a lot especially if you're fighting you're going through camps you struggle a lot it's it's not fun yeah and then uh, therapy is just almost like you think you are that person but then the ther- then the therapist comes up comes in and it says, no, you're actually that person. It's a, it's a lot because it's like it's it's dealing with adversity like straight up. Like <clears throat> when when I went and did my therapy, like because obviously like I do therapy too. And, <clears throat> I, and I found that it was like you've got what you people see you as is like face value. So like people that sort of know you and then you've got your sort of friends and family yeah. that understand you. And then it's like what you know about yourself mm-hmm. and only you know like the most about yourself right and then kind of talking to a therapist is like understanding the things that you didn't know about yourself but trying to like bring that out like the whole time like trying to bring that out of you so then you can try and be your most authentic self Mm -hmm. and that's really hard because it's questioning who you are and being uncomfortable and it's like that adversity like I, Mm. I totally get when you say like martial arts and therapy is like the pinnacle of like trying to get towards that self-development like martial arts like you're breaking down physically mm. um and getting humbled by <laughs> other guys in the gym and like go, go, going to therapy you're humbling yourself by dissecting yeah. it is who you are as a person like it's not easy to question the very nature of who you are as a as a person both physically and mentally it's like there's so much humility in that but so much clarity in that and like, do I think that would benefit people? Yeah, probably. Like, it's it's so different for everyone in yeah. terms of where everyone sits about what purpose means or what purpose means to them. Like, um, purpose might be being a good sibling, son, yeah, girlfriend, boyfriend, like whatever absolutely. it might. Like, there's, it, that's why it's so personal and an ever growing thing. Yeah, I guess. But 
that's the thing with, with the purpose because I, I believe most people believe that purpose is just your career like what what are your what are you striving for but it doesn't necessarily need to be what are you striving for maybe your purpose is just to become a great family member yeah like maybe you got everything you want and then but you, you're still feeling shit because you're not your relationship with your mom or dad is it's not the one you want so i, f I guess then the purpose changes to become this great family member so it's not necessarily career driven it's just i believe it's just who you trying to become yeah it's like evaluating your life and i've always said the phrase and i, I can't remember where exactly i got this quote from um it's sacrificing who you are in order to be the person that you want to become oh that's that's just so true um, um i can't remember who it was it might be i want to say eric thomas or something like that that said it yeah um and it really rung true with me because i was like damn because for me that was like a, a moment where it was like i haven't got all the answers and understanding right now mm -hmm. and if i want to become better and strive to be a more of an optimum person i kind of have to put away that comfortability and be okay with uncomfortable yeah. because like that's where inherent change comes from yeah like, um you know it's 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 almost like sitting in that uncomfortability like for example let's take a, a like an example like jujitsu right where it's um where you're in like a really tight i don't know I, i'm not a big like jujitsu but like <laughs> but let's say you're in like a really tight spot or you're in a tight lock or whatever it is growth comes from that pain of understanding of how to maybe get out of it yeah, or, absolutely yeah like you can't you won't be able to understand it unless you're in it, mm. unless, unless you're like in those positions. Um, or even from like a, a therapy example, it's like, how can you know and understand about yourself more unless you're kind of putting the pressure on yourself mm -hmm. and kind of taking away your ego. And I think that that's really so much of what it is, is kind of ego control. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sort of getting out of your own way in order for yourself to become more authentically yourself. Um, and I felt like a lot of the time I just had to remove the back, like barriers that was, that were holding me back. Um, mm -hmm. because I either thought that I had it all figured out or that I thought I was a victim of mm -hmm. like shit. Mm -hmm. Um, but the moment I kind of stuck, took more of a step away from what it is that I was looking at and being like, okay, well, if I'm not where I want to be and like, where do I want to be and where do I want to be viewed at and who, like, how do I see my life? Yeah. And like, why, like, why, why do I not stay in bed all day? Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's, well, I guess you have to, I've heard this great quote from, from this uh, successful uh, business owner. He's got like, so, um, uh, social media agency uh, scale to like hundred K per month or something. But the, the the quote he said you have to kill yourself to become a better version mm. and i was and i thought about it like it's a very similar situation when a snake sheds his um sheds, sheds its skin right is um it's not the same snake in a way because it's i guess with the people it comes a bit differently because the person that was doing yachting couldn't do couldn't run business dosma's business yeah. that you have right now right because yeah, yeah, yeah. 
simply didn't have the tools. So you had to kill your old self to become new self by doing different things, hard yeah. things. And then you became that person which is capable of running a business, right? Mm. So I guess, and that's why it's so hard because your ego stops you from becoming that person because you have to kind of kill yourself. Yeah, like you don't, you don't move forward by standing still. Yeah. And like I think where, and I suppose this kind of goes to a bit more of a core belief system in that the only constant in everything that I, I find is change. Like change is like, I suppose a part of the evolutionary process. Yeah. Like we're constantly changing. Everything is changing around us. Like there's no denying that. Like you grow, you older, the world is getting bigger and crazier. And it's like embracing that change and not being afraid to adapt your goals and aspirations on the way. And I, and I suppose it's kind of like, whilst also embracing that, like constantly feeding into yourself and feeding back, it's like a feedback loop. It's kind of like looking at your strengths and weaknesses and then allowing yourself to be vulnerable in a way that's like, okay, it's like holding yourself. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's looking at yourself from a place of love, not from a place of like where I should be. Mm -hmm. um, and I think once you kind of flip that and and sort of look, look at it from a place of, I love you undoubtedly, like unconditionally and like whatever it is that we go, like it, almost talking to yourself. Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. You know, like it's it's holding yourself from a place of, yeah, unconditional love and not looking at it from a place of where you should be. It's like everyone has their own course and everyone has their own like, race. like race, right? And like, I think it's so much more difficult now for people to find their purpose in a constant world where there is so much going on and there's so much information being fed. Yeah. Like you almost have to be like more resilient to that. And, and I, and I think where, where we've kind of opened the gates now where you can see everyone's basically life. Um, Social media, right? Yeah. It, ca it causes more of this self doubt yeah. and it causes, it causes you more to not look at you, not look at yourself from a place of love, but more look at yourself from a place of like, comparing yeah and like yeah. and judgment uh, yeah. and like and that's what therapy did for me was kind of letting me allowing me to just be me like allowing mm. me just to kind of i don't know like hold myself in a way that's like not 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 this place of why should i why am i not here yet mm, yet do you know what i mean yeah <laughs> that's like, so true do you know what i mean and it's and it's 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 crazy to me because it's like I know that I know people do I know people do that and I'm not yeah. I'm not like advocating sat on this podcast being like everyone should do therapy I'm just saying that's what worked for me yeah and like, yeah. I'm not even saying that I even have my purpose yet like that's the beauty of it it's like it's it's a patient it's a patience game it's not a quick process nothing is a quick process in life yeah. like um, anything worth having didn't happen straight away and it's you're kind of constantly building the foundations and I always just say it's like one building brick at a time that's like it. you know it's just constant like charlie always said like, and I'm, I'm quoting charlie quite a lot now but like he was always just like it's another penny in the world like it's another it's another step moving forward like yeah. it's never like not looking at so much as a loss um more of like a a growth win 
you know whatever you do right now is definitely going to take you some somewhere in the future and you have no idea where it's going to take you like if someone would tell me that person while I was singing uh, six years ago that I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do fighting um, yeah. like camps and I'm going to work in sales and whatever I wouldn't I would not believe that person because it's just mm. that's definitely not something that I was interested in in the first place I never tried it and then I was just a shy guy like he's just yeah and that's that's the that's the beauty of it when you when you're doing these different things and you're just exploring yourself it just takes you um I guess like Jordan Peterson says um if you choose a if you have an option to choose between um a certain path an adventurous path choose adventurous path because you never know what's going to, where it's going to take you like I'll give you an example um earlier this year I had an um I had an um I had an option to go to Thailand but I was quite reluctant because I didn't want to leave everything I have here and just go to Thailand for like five, six months. Mm. But then I was like, what well, I have to lose? Um, I'll just go there, train as I'm training here, work because I was working remotely and then we'll see what happens. And then when I went there, it was just the most, the best self-reflection, the best, um, the most self-reflective five months I've ever had in my life because I was always by myself. Uh, I met there, I met people there, obviously, yeah. but 80% of the time I was just by myself. And the people that I met there is just, just constantly changing because some of them are traveling, they leave, new people comes and it's just, yeah. And because I listened to that quote, uh, choose a least um choose an adventurous path and i think that's really important it's like not choosing like choosing the path like what is it um <clears throat> humans always try and choose the path of least resistance yeah and it's like if i mean look at you look at your life like it's not it's not been one where it's been a it hasn't been a comfortable journey you know like yeah. um and with with having a journey that's not comfortable and up and down like it's a risk um it's always a risk it's always it's a, a risk, risk to to be comfortable as well right for sure like it's but you can only really bet on yourself like for for and I'm not saying that you need to have an uneasy path in order to have mm -hmm. a successful life. Like no, not, absolutely. not at all. Like I think it's more just doing, doing like doing what works for you in a way that's, I don't know, like uh, allowing you to, allowing you to find some, like some sort of thing that you're leaning into, mm -hmm. whether, whether that's like, um, like, leaning into what makes you feel good mm -hmm. and being okay with like whatever comes from that journey yeah. like whether whether like we all have setbacks we all have 
times where it's tough, like even in the pursuit of what it is that you want to do, like anyone that's sort of said, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do the things that I love to do. Like you, you encounter setbacks. I do daily. Like it's just, it's just life. Like, Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's just flipping that narrative, like flipping that mindset of like, like for you going to Thailand, um, and you going, fuck it, I'm booking it. I'm going Mm. like, you could almost say that that comes from a place of you saying, I love Conrad so much that I'm going to do this for him because he deserves it because mm. there is some part that you're going to discover on that path. That's good. And like, it's risky. Like, you know, fuck knows what could have happened out in time. Like it's, it's, you don't know, but it's like one of those things that's worth asking. And I think it's also tapping into your intuition, like having that gut feeling, like listening to that. Yeah, absolutely. And like not, it's kind of not looking things so consciously like thinking with your head it's like okay how do i actually feel like how do i actually like what are my core values and belief systems and it does it feed into that does that feel right you know like yeah i take the example of like even if you're in a relationship with someone like um i don't know if i should say this on the podcast but right one of my friends is in a relationship (laughs) that he doesn't want to be in and that's like living a lie and you're living with this person and you don't want to be with them right and like surely that's not aligning with you as a person and it's a risk and it's not comfortable to tell the person you don't want to be with them right but surely if you sort of look at yourself like from an unjudgmental place and you're leaning into the things that genuinely will make you a better person like follow that place and like i don't know the last conversation i had with him um and they're, st- they're still together. I was just like, listen to yourself. and but Just staying true to yourself, right? Yeah, like, to, to, don't think so much about what people are going to think of you and, like, think of yourself as a bad person. It's like just having that letting go. Yeah, yeah. Of, like, yeah. That's that's it. Um, it's staying true to yourself. I guess when, when you're telling people that it's really hard to... Um, when you start telling people about values, um, like, stay true to yourself, stay true to your values. I remember myself being... That person, when I was hearing, I was watching videos on YouTube where people saying, you have to follow your values. But I didn't know what's, what are my values. And mm. I, when people say stay true to yourself, I just didn't know what that, what does it mean. But I guess that's, um, from my eyes, it's just following the feeling. As you said, um, You say, for example, you have this idea of, say, for example, you, don't, you have nothing going uh, going in your life you're just going to a job you're miserable or you're in a relationship that you don't like or whatever and you have this idea of that you may potentially would like do uh, playing tennis just book a class just 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 give a try to play tennis and then mm. you see how it feels like and even if you're not going to like it you're going to start that little journey of finding the right things that resonates with who you are. So if you don't like tennis, you come back, you just come back home and think, did I like it? Like, why Why didn't I like it? Right, fair enough. What else I think I could potentially like? Mm. Maybe start a podcast or just a little things, maybe just go skiing or something. For me, it was martial arts because I thought I could potentially like martial, doing martial arts. And again, I had the some sort of um, 
reason because I wanted to become confident and uh, I started doing martial arts and I was lucky enough to get hooked because I really really enjoyed it and that just started like um, it was like a snowball effect mm. so I started doing martial arts and then yeah I met people in that in those and by doing martial arts I met people that got me into marketing and business and all these other things and then from there I met uh, other people it's just it's just like um yeah if I've, i guess it's, it's very very important to follow the feeling and what feels right for me and at also, this very moment yeah and like it's almost like looking at change and not looking at like five ten years down the line mm. it's like starting with just it now yeah like, like you say like the tennis example is like it just starts with buying a tennis racket yeah yeah and that's so it. you don't have to be like doing five games a week straight away like that's it, it it's, that's it's, it just give it a go it's making the goal too big like uh people always ask me like um how did you start dos mass and i was like well i didn't start it immediately of how you see it now like i started just by buying one piece of equipment at a time and just it it just started from there and um i can't remember the author's name but there's a really good book called the slight edge where it's like mm. it's just um being consistent with it over time that leads to large results right and yeah i think where people will kind of set goals it's like start small like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this big elaborate yeah. thing and i think people also like maybe with the idea of purpose as well like making it so much bigger when it's understanding like it's maybe looking at things a bit smaller like and going from there and growing from there. yeah like if it, even if it means like going to one class, just book the class. So you could have a day where it's like, I'm just going to book this class or I'm just going to call about the class. That's at least you did something that's contributing towards what it is that you want to do. Like it's, it's looking at it in a way that's not so out of reach all the time, because when something's out of reach and you haven't reached it, it's so easy then to then put yourself down and be like, well, I'm a piece of shit. Like I never, I could, <laughs> yeah. you know, and actually like maybe it's just like, doing one thing like it, take this podcast for example like that was I, that's what i wanted to say because we we met in a coffee shop we were yeah. talking and and they were like that would be really cool to record yeah and then it was like okay well then but it wasn't like okay we need to have all of this figured out straight yeah away. Like, yeah still don't it's more just starting and yeah that's a starting it. point and it doesn't need to be this like we need like to have all of it now it's like yeah. well, why don't we just start with the basics and that's kind of where things happen yeah like, that's it kind of understanding that's where things happen the, the way i started jujitsu i was uh, i remember i didn't even book a class i just went to the gym yeah and i saw people there and i turned around and just left <laughs> and then i came back next week because i had to sign up because i was just so scared of doing jujitsu right yeah, yeah yeah and um yeah so it's just all about that little just Dude, book a class jiu-jitsu is actually terrifying like if, if anyone goes to a jiu-jitsu class my the first time i walked into that jiu-jitsu class with you guys i was so nervous like so so nervous martial art gyms can be intimidating so but i believe so intimidating. martial artists and just fighters in general are the the most humble and the most friendly friendly people i've yeah. ever met in my life well it's i mean just, yeah like take like that's kind of because I saw Charlie change, yeah, uh, coming from Jiu-Jitsu. Like his demeanor changed, his yeah. attitude changed, yeah. his clarity changed, and I was like, "Wow, that that's something I want to do." Yeah, you know, and I just 
it was one of those things where I've walked out a better person than when I walked in. Yeah. And I was so proud of myself for doing it. And like even um I always like I always say to myself in my head, like, um and I'm so scared of regrets mm-hmm. in, in the way that yeah. I would hate to look back at something and think, Why the why the fuck didn't I do that? Mm-hmm. Um I guess it's very um hard to do for the people who struggling to to look into themselves i guess um the amount of times that i've seen big rub- rugby guys coming to to jiu-jitsu or just bodybuilders big guys and then this girl that there's there's a blue ball just folds him in in half and it's just like <laughs> it's really hard to like it's, I, I can't imagine how hard it is to take because yeah you imagine right. you you're that big and you can do whatever you want with this, with this girl and then mm. she just like falls you in like 30 seconds it's it's humility man yeah i I think where where you evaluate yourself where you don't have all the answers and you're not it's 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 hard because it's it's like it's a humbling process it's a process Mm. of i i don't have it all and that's okay and even even if even if you have your idea of what success is like and you know what that is like and I think success is a really interesting topic because success is also one of those things that's so different and so personal to so many different people. But in order to have what it is that you think is successful, you have to be so humble and yeah. be and be comfortable with the idea of humility um, and, quest, and questioning yourself from a place of, okay, well, if I love myself and I'm okay about questioning who I am as a person, that doesn't affect me because I know that I always have myself, regardless of what other people think. Yeah. Then I think that's a way to, to, to move forward. In the, and, and yeah. you know, like, for example, even with my team, and when I talk to them it's, uh, and, and give them feedback, I always say, like, look at this feedback from a place of, of self-care and self-growth. Like, it's not it's not me telling you that you're doing a bad job or it's, it's evaluating of where we can improve. And mm-hmm. also me, I always say, um, you know, what can I do to improve? Cause I'm yeah. constantly on that hunt for improvement. Like Absolutely. I don't think there's any, anyone that can ever do anything perfect a hundred percent of the time. It's just not human. Like we're not, we're not robots. Like we're, we're built to make mistakes. We're built to improve. And like, once you start having that and, it, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't happen overnight too, to have that yeah. mindset of like, okay, well I'll look at this as, as, evaluating myself it it takes it takes a lot of self-worth and it's it's looking at your life to to kind of say well it deserves a chance and in order for me to give it that chance i have to be okay with looking at it constantly giving it feedback and feeding into it of what it needs to improve on because you know you're never going to be the master of anything no one's ever mastered jiu-jitsu like you can't it's there's never, no ending there's it's no a never-growing thing i think it, once you kind of get to that self-mastery it's like i'm sure even for those that have mastered themselves in a profession they like it's it's sort of like okay well if i've mastered how far can i go with it how far can i take it and um I know in my journey, I'll never master the things that I want to do, and that's okay. yeah, and that's okay. That's I, that's I the wanna, beauty of it. That's I don't want to master. It, yeah. I don't. I don't want to master myself. I don't want to be um, like. I want it to be a challenge always. I want it to be an ever moving goalpost because yeah. um, I think that's how we. That's how we're built. Yeah. Um, you know, like I remember that 
when I first started DOS Mass in London five years ago, I said to Charlie, my dream is that one day this business would just pay our rent. It would just pay us a salary. And like last year it did that and it pays, pays us a salary. It pays us our rent. And I still like pinch myself over that feeling because I got that into fruition, right? Mm-hmm. But my goal is no longer that. Yeah, that's it. It changes, <laughs> like, right? It changes. changes. And like, bef- even before I achieved that goal, my goal had changed. I didn't even think about yeah, that. I yeah, just turned yeah. around and I was like, fuck me, I actually achieved it. <laughs> like, um, And my purpose changed. My purpose changed from, from like just having a business to then wanting to scale it or just ha- like to wanting to change myself in a different way. Um, just just because you bought a one piece of a, a, it, of it, equipment five years ago, exactly. Now you have a di- completely different goal because, as we said, it just changes over the time. You're mm. never going to have one purpose, I believe. And I guess the the next question would be like, are we born with a purpose, or it's more like an something you discover? Is it possible to to be destined for something? I don't know if I have the answer to that question. <laughs> um, are you born with purpose? I think everyone is like, that's kind of like the question of like, does your life have meaning? Mm. I think everyone's life has meaning. I think you just look at it in a way that's like, there's so many ways to look at it. Like biologically, like yeah. I said earlier, it's like, is it just an evolutionary purpose? Or are we mm-hmm. supposed to just have sex with each other and have recreation. kids and recreation? Is that it? Like like a like any other animal? Yeah. Um, but then you still look. We're we're more complex than that. It's like we've now created a society around us where it's like, okay, well, we have to do things and commit. Like, what is the end goal of of everything? Like, what 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 is the end goal of all of this? That like, why does everyone work so hard? You know, like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Why everyone is running. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, think, I think of that all the time. But um, I think whether or not you're born with it, it's going to change. Like, it, it's, but it's also looking at it in a playful way Yeah. for me. And like, looking at it more fun in, in the, like, isn't that what life's supposed to be? And I don't mean like t- like kind of taking the piss out of it or or looking at it in a way that's like immature. It's more just like I think life is supposed to be more simple than we make it, mm. and I think our purpose is supposed to be more simple than we make it. And I think that it's not confusing it between the idealism of like this is what success is. I need to have all these cars and houses and all these unlimited amounts of friends and popularity or whatever it is that you're scaling for. It's kind of more of like, okay, well, am I happy? Am I I present? Mm -hmm. I think as well. Am I, is my mind thinking ahead all the time or am I dwelling in the past or actually am I comfortable with where I'm at now? Yeah. And I think really it's kind of just working towards having a more present sense of self. Like that for me was just, yeah, like, like you said, the journey, right? Not the end destination. That's it. If you can be more present in the journey of the pursuit of what it is that you want to do, then I think you kind of crack the code in that way. And I think there's a lot of people that you could say their idealism, they've got success, like on paper they're successful. But I know for some of those people that have it, I've met them, like even working in the yachting industry that 
that for me was the biggest thing. I saw people with billions of pounds and like super yachts and car and like everything that you could possibly want, like anything, like whether that's sex or travel or like they had it and like they were depressed. Miserable. <laughs> Miserable because they hadn't, they, they just, that for them wasn't enough. So then it's like, the question is like, well, then clearly it's more deeper and it's something that's yeah. free. Yeah. Like you're just, maybe they're just not present. And I was like, well, then I need to be looking for something more meaningful. And that for me was like completely changed my idea. And whether or not you're born with that, I'm not sure. And I'll flip the same question to you. Do you think we're born with it? or? I do believe that there are some people who are born with the purpose. I mean, everyone, I guess, is born with a purpose, but some people... For some people, it's just easier because they already know what they want to do. Yeah. In a way, so I'll give you an example. Um, I had a friend back in Lithuania that we were really good friends, and I remember from the early age, probably like six, five years old, he already knew that he wanted to become a policeman. Mm. He's just, he's just something that he knew, and then um, we finished school, and then yeah, he went to police school, and then and now he's a successful policeman which is great and i guess that's the say that that goes to the same um to like michael jordan or john jones from ufc like he just born he did uh, wrestling and then he go into mma and i guess it's um it's, it's a balance between a talent and if you if you're born and you know what you want to do and you, you're talented into that uh you're talent you're talented Mm. of what you're doing then it's just um it's, it's like a shortcut right but but that's not the most people i guess that's like 99 percent of the people that like are really um i would call it a luck because um if you know what you want to do like you don't need to try these different tennis classes and like zumba classes and mm. you just i guess if you if you're in a zumba class and you don't want to be there like I guess it's less less hustle hustle right yeah i always say and i always talk about this because i wish growing up there was more freedom for choice in finding more meaning and like a sense of purpose as a kid mm -hmm. like i felt growing up especially in the uk that when you go to school it was you go to school you do well in school you go to university and you find a job there was no expanding the mind of like are you actually happy doing this mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. what do you actually enjoy it was just you kind of just felt like you were following something that didn't yeah. really exist yeah um or someone was kind of you're feeding into this in institution essentially like and i just if it, it felt very boxed and it felt very black and it didn't it didn't excite me in a way that was contributing to what i felt life was like mm -hmm. um and that's why I didn't really finish. Like I didn't want to finish school. I didn't. Go, I didn't do sixth form. I left like early on because it was like this isn't this isn't this isn't expanding my mind in a way that I feel is is purposeful to yeah. me. Um, yeah. Like I didn't go to university because I didn't want to. Because Same. that for me, yeah. Like it, what I didn't want to study something because my parents had told me to or because I felt like I wanted to go to university because my friends were going. Yeah. I was like, nah, that doesn't ring true to me because I don't want to 
sink myself in debt to do something and be miserable. Yeah. I knew that it, I had to find something else that, and that was going against the grain and that was hard because people would question that. My friends would yeah. be like, what do you mean you're not going to university? Like, we're, we're, like what kind of what kind of shit is that? Like, what, just, what are you going to do? Yeah, and then I'm just working <laughs> in a restaurant, like washing, like essentially being a KP and everyone yeah. was kind of looking at me like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, the amount and of then, people, um, sorry, yeah, no, no, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. amount of people I'm, I've seen uh, after after the school, they all they all of them went to unis and I'm not colleges. Saying it's a bad thing no, it's not a bad thing. I mean, like, absolutely. If you know what, if you generally want to go to uni, yeah, to do that thing, I'm really happy for you. Like, this that's perfect. But I remember yeah, yeah, yeah. my mom and everyone in my family and my friends, not not friends, not so much friends, but my family specifically. They were like, "So what are you gonna do? Like, yeah, what's what's what are you gonna study?" I was like. Well, I, don't, I don't know what I want to study like how why why should I go to uni if I don't even know what I want to study like should I just take a random course like four years spend my four years and mm. then in a random course and then just come out of this in this I'm basically in the same spot where I was like four years yeah. ago I'm still looking for what I do so I'd rather yeah I just go go against the grain like I, I remember asking my friends as well, being like, <clears throat> when they were in university, I was be like, yeah, do you enjoy it? And they're like, nah, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like, that's it. That's, that's it. That's crazy. The I, amount of people I know that went to uni and now they're doing a completely different thing from what they study. And yeah. again, like I'm not saying uni is bad. Like you learn good things. It's amazing. It's an amazing yeah. experience. Like you can look at it even from a life experience, and yeah. you move away yeah. from home and you have those experiences. Like I'm sure that most people that go to university enjoy the aspect of just living on their own and having like yeah. living life essentially. Yeah. Right? And that's what And that's very good. Like yeah, you learn yeah. you're, a lot of new skills. You're, yeah. you're you're learning how to budget and yeah. um you know look at look at looking after yourself doing the what like doing those are life skills that's what's important but you don't need to go to uni to learn to these to life skills to do right? that. yeah i didn't i didn't and i felt like school wasn't gearing me up to do that and, yeah yeah and that's what i wish it was more sort of open to the idea that it doesn't have to be so one line yeah and i and i think that that's what needs to change and i think that it, that it slowly is changing and i'm sure i'm sure that like I mean, I, I wouldn't know because I don't know anything about that topic, but um, in terms of schooling and how it works and how it changes, but I just, it just seemed crazy to me at the time. And even at a young age where I was just like, how how can I pursue something that I don't want to pursue in because mm. others are telling me? And I, and I just was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be miserable. I want to try and lean into things that make me feel good. And I think it comes back to just evaluating your life even though it's hard and you potentially are going against what people are saying and you might be called crazy but it's like if you have this feeling yeah it comes back to the feeling again like if you if you generally feel that it's not right for you and i'm really happy that i did that because i don't know why i did that because it felt like i was following the narrative of what everyone was doing at that time but somehow i still decided to not to do that and then yeah, and you just, I'm really happy of the decision because I follow the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and I think what I want to ask you as well, because I know that was a question I wanted to ask you, is what were the emotions that you felt at that time when you were transitioning from a singer to, like, if I can bring you back to that mm. moment, like you, 
what were those emotions that you were feeling of like confliction because i'm sure that people can relate to that because it's mm. a very human response yeah. to like i don't know if i want to do like yeah um it's really it was really really hard because um as I, I was singing and I, I was singing since i was like four or five years old so when i was when i decided to when i when i understood that I, that's not what i want to do i was 20 so yeah. it was like 16 years of daily confirmation um daily affirmations from my mom oh like you're going to become a singer and i actually enjoyed doing that like it's not like i didn't enjoy it i generally enjoyed it and i told to my friends to to my family oh like i'm going to become a singer i'm doing this and that and then when you realize that it's not something that you generally enjoy doing um i mean it just changed over the time because there was a time where when i was enjoying it and when it changed it was like i guess it would it comes um it comes back to that killing yourself i had to kill the old self to become a new self mm. so it was it was a pressure from fam from family from friends of yeah. course because they were like um so well you're not singing anymore like what do you mean you're not singing anymore it's like i'm just not enjoying this so what are you gonna do like it's just it's like damn like it was a it was really hard because uh of people's opinions first off and then mm -hmm. secondly was it was part of my identity um i wanted to become a singer yeah. and now i don't suddenly i don't want to become it's like so what i'm gonna do like i feel like that's it it's over like i'm just working the job and just be miserable but then again like it it was just the start of as you said like when you're in that position where you feel like you're not moving forward you're actually moving it's just that little um uncomfortable start where you realize that you can make choices and and yeah just just yeah like ch change isn't isn't a comfortable feeling like mm. it's just it's not like um it's stressful like if i think about examples of change like any change is difficult mm. like good or bad it's 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 a process it's yeah. you have to process it um i just wish it was it it was looked at differently in a way that's like changes that's bit, like if it's inherent if it's a good thing and mm -hmm. you're doing it for the better of yourself like for example your parents being like instead of saying why are you doing that being like that's really cool like yeah like do you know what I mean? it's like ch flipping on its head and, mm. and saying well that's a great opportunity for you to find yourself find yourself you know um and i wish that would be the case we, yeah and it goes back to like <laughs> And I, and I and I wish it too because it's we're constantly trying to look past like it's it's looking at it where it's the least resistance thing where it's it's some people stay in things because it's comfortable because they don't want to change it's just that first initial yeah. bit that starting point where it's like and it's funny that we always come back to the idea of, of talk about change it's because it's so inherently true um, and maybe that's kind of that pivotal point where it's anything that's difficult is worth going through yeah um that's worth going through comes from comes from uncomfortable change or yeah. change in general um 
and I think yeah it's looking at it through a different lens and like like I say looking at yourself being like I'm going to be nice to you no matter what the change like yeah. let's say you I don't know from your transition from singing to uh, martial arts it's like even if the martial arts thing didn't work out and you went back to singing, you would still hold yourself in a way where it's like, well, I'm still proud of it. I still, I tried it, yeah. You know, like... I, At least I tried it, sorry. Exactly. And, everyone, and I always ask myself that question of like, what if this doesn't, my businesses don't work or... Yeah. I, I always say, well, it's never, it's never a loss. It's a learn, you know. Yeah. And it's not about that. It's more that I'm just doing, I'm just going to keep... And that's why... It's it's it almost benefits you in a way because it's like it's never about it's the destination. It's like well, this is just something I have to do and lean into, and I you don't need to explain it. I don't think yeah. anyone needs to explain it. It's more just yeah. Like if you ta if you have any example of your life, like for example, if you look at it like a breakup, like you know, um, and and relationships, like even even in my last relationship, I knew that it wasn't for me and I knew that it was uncomfortable to have that change but I knew mm. that that was a purposeful thing for me to do because I knew that I had to communicate that and stay true to who I was and not look at myself through the lens of like negative but say well this is something that's positive and as hard as it is as hard, yeah as horrible as it is still trying to find that trust and like for yourself yeah so uh, I guess to just close it down, I've got a question for you. Okay. Um, so, uh, is this a well, question? yeah, well, it's the oh, secret oh. question for you. Um, you don't know about it, so I just thought about to ask it. Um, so, say for example, if you would go back in time, or like if you would find a person that doesn't know what he wants to do, uh, doesn't have a purpose, what would be the free tools you would give it to him, or what what piece of advice would you give it to him and like 30 seconds just to kind of seconds. put him on the on a, on a track. <laughs> Not uh, 30 seconds, like... No, okay. Whatever. Um, just trying as many things, like you say, as possible and being okay that, like, it's not... Some of them aren't going to stick, you know? Um, like, I try things all the time and they always fail. Yeah. Like, all the time. Um, but I know that that's the whole point. Like, something's, something's going to come from it. You'll learn from something. Like, um, whether it be anything in your life just go for it and go like go all in on it and have fun with it and just yeah i think looking at things with a more playful set of eyes and that this is just supposed to be a fun experience and it's always always uh, easier said than done i know it's always it's so much easier said <laughs> yeah. than done it's so much easier said yeah than it's done. Uh, the amount of times uh, i'm having these conversations with a friend that may feeling down and it feels like i'm trying to give an advice but then when i find myself in that position it's just like oh it's like that's it it's over nothing is working yeah but then um well you just have to remind yourself i guess yeah and uh, yeah it's just like you like you say like fuck it when, it, when anything i do like doesn't work out or i i really i can quite quickly spiral down yeah like, really can and it, it takes me a long time to like get, get myself back up like i'm no I haven't got it all figured out. Like there are some days where I just, I'm like, fuck, I don't even want to get out of bed today. I've really fucked up. Like I'm, I'm not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, that's okay. Like that, that's, it's, it's looking at that as, you know, that's a part of it. That's a part of the side of it, you know, and it's, 
trying to always look at myself through the lens of like it's okay it's fine we'll just adjust keep evaluating yeah, keep moving so. keep moving forward it's cool like yeah process the negative emotion like an emotion is always something i find that's in motion it's like i think the moment you put tension on it it starts to become something so it's kind of just letting it happen and going that i found and i found that through therapy was just yeah. like that allowed me to process things easier um especially challenges it, it was like whilst on that journey being okay with i'm feeling this i'm glad i'm feeling something like whether it's even feeling like shit i'm glad i'm feeling like shit mm. it's just it's something not just dead <laughs> yeah literally like, yeah um and that's allowed me to kind of and yeah get more towards that path of being kinder to yourself i think if that's one thing i could say yeah wrap this up it's be kinder to yourself all right lovely Thank you, Charlie. Thank you, Rupert. <laughs> you just call me Charlie. Yeah, because <laughs> you got two brothers, so yeah.